Do you have a will? Do you know what's going to happen when you pass away with your funds and your estate? Joining us on the line is the money man, Andrew Pyle from uh, Pyle Group Scotia Wealth Management, our resident uh, economist. Andrew, great to have you on the line. Yeah, good morning, John. Good morning, Mel. Uh, you know, a lot happens uh, when you pass away financially. Uh, some things you have control over, some you don't. Uh, what What are the misconceptions? What are some of the things that people get wrong? For instance, Andrew, if you don't have a will, do you lose your money? Does the government get to take it? Well, the government doesn't take the money, but when we die without a will, we're, we're said to have died into state, which basically means the state, in this case the province of Ontario, for those of us who live here, steps in and more or less adjudicates the the assets that we are leaving behind. Now, they're adjudicated according to certain laws. And so, for example, if we have children or if we have a spouse, there are rules around the adjudication of the division of those assets and disbursement of those assets. But, you know, the point that you raised earlier, John, is very important, is that, you know, without the will, we're losing that ability to exercise some control with respect to our wishes, right? Um, And I find that's a common kind of error for people is that you know a lot of people have wishes in terms of where they'd like the money to go but really don't take the time to sit down and formalize it in a will with a lawyer uh so that those wishes are protected now i had heard even when it's blatantly obvious you only have a couple of kids that or you you've had one wife or uh, even when it's really obvious where the money should go uh to have a will at least to, to start directing where these accounts go to where who the beneficiaries are can can really affect those getting the money at tax time. Well, exactly. So I'll give you an example, John, in terms of the, you know, providing assets to children in a will. So, I mean, if you were the last surviving spouse, let's say, um, how that money gets to the children is very important. Um, even though the inheritance itself is not a taxable event per se, where that money lies from that day on could be very important. So, for example, if the children are married, um, and if the children were to, you know, God forbid, get into a marital breakup, um, should those assets be in trust, uh, which would protect the assets rather than just sitting in a bank account where it could actually be potentially divided uh, in the case of separation and divorce. So those types of things are outlined in a will, uh, the creation of trusts, etc., uh, with the lawyer. But without that will, uh, the money is dispersed. And again, um, there's no control in terms of your wishes for protecting that capital down the road. What about when we're talking like things like uh, RRSPs or RIFs or uh, or even just insurance policies? Well, good question, John. So, you know, for couples that are out there with RSPs and RIFs, um, typically what would happen in the event of the one spouse passing is that the assets in those accounts, those registered accounts, uh, would be transferred over to the other spouse tax-free. In other words, it's not a taxable event. And that other spouse basically takes over those assets. But in the event of someone who is not married uh, or is the last surviving spouse passing away, it's important to take a look at those policies and see who the beneficiaries of those are. The default for those accounts, John, is the estate. In other words, if you pass away, uh, the assets in that RSP or RIF are treated as income. So you do get taxed very heavily at death. But then the assets form part of the estate, and then we're talking about paying probate on the estate. Um, However, if we put direct beneficiaries on, like kids or grandchildren, we can actually achieve at least some savings with respect to probate in terms of those assets bypassing the estate. Are there any other uh, mistakes people make at this time when they're preparing uh, uh, their finances in case they should pass away? Yeah, I think the biggest mistake really, John, is, is not 
sitting down with a lawyer and a, an advisor and tax mm. professional and going through it. Uh, and, and, and going through it once is fine. So a lot of people think that once they do their will, it's, it's all good. They can just leave it. Um, as we get older, things change. I mean, grandchildren, you know, kids mm-hmm. appear, grandchildren appear. Your wishes change. You may have charitable uh, desires that you didn't have 20 years ago. So what I usually recommend people do, especially when they get older, especially in the retirement years, is start looking at that will a little bit more regularly. Mm. Um, in fact, when people get into their 70s and 80s, I usually recommend probably about every 7 to 10 years max sitting down with a lawyer and just reviewing to make sure everything is exactly the way you want because, again, things do change and not leaving that will on the on the desktop that's been there for 30 years. Andrew, if people have any other questions uh, about this, uh, uh, you know, when it comes to RIFs or insurance policies or wills uh, in regards to their finances when they pass away, where should they go? Well, a lot of sources. Obviously, you can go to your advisor. We, we put up a lot of stuff on our website on pilegroup.ca that talks about these issues. Uh, definitely sitting down with your lawyer is one of the best things you do just to, again, make sure that you're on top of things. And the other thing we didn't talk about, John, is, is regulations change, laws change. Um, so you will have to keep up to date with that. But a number of sources out there, people, if they're looking for areas where they can get educated, John, they can reach out to us on the website. And that website again, Andrew? Is pilegroup.ca. Andrew Pyle from the Pile Group, Scotia Wealth Management. Thank you so much for joining us on Talk of the Town. Thank you, John and Mel. Have a great week. It's 920. Here's Platinum Blonde on 95.1 The Peak. <laughs>